With that familiar theme song, we're reminded it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenet Ballou of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Ballou and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. We're turning in our Bible to the book of Romans, chapter number 12, and I want to read verse number 1 and verse number 2 and continue our study on the conditions for being filled with the Spirit of God. You remember we looked at the command to be filled, then we looked at the contrast of being filled, then we looked at the consequence of being filled, and now we're looking at the conditions for being filled with the Spirit of God. Of God. I said to you on yesterday, first of all, if you desire to be filled with the Spirit of God, there must be cleansing. God will not fill a dirty vessel. The Bible said in 2 Timothy chapter number 2, verse number 19, nevertheless, the foundation of God stand assured, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. Now listen to verse 21. The Bible said, If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor sanctified, and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Notice again the statement, If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Now, again, I remind you, verse 20 said, There are some vessels that are vessels of honor, and there are some vessels that are vessels to dishonor. And so God gives you and I the opportunity, after we're saved, to give him our bodies purged from self and sin, that he might fill us with the Spirit of God. And I know there are those who want to talk about God living in their heart, but I remind you, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse number 19 and 20, the Bible said, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own, for you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are his. And then we look to 2 Corinthians chapter number 6, verse number 17 and verse number 18, where the word of God said, Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. Now look at 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse number 1. The Bible said, Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves 
from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. And I pointed out to you there are two sins that are mentioned in this verse of Scripture that God wants us to deal with. First of all, he said, cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh. That's outward sins. But then he said, and spirit. That's inward sins. So if you want God to fill you with the Spirit of God and use your life, then there must be cleansing. I know there are those who do not like preaching on separation, but I want to tell you, friend, it's not a choice as to whether you do or not if you want to be filled with the Spirit of God. God will not fill a dirty vessel. We must lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us. So if you want to be filled with the Spirit of God, the first condition for being filled is there must be cleansing. But then I want to come to Romans chapter number 12, and I want to say to you second, if you want to be filled with the Spirit of God, there must be consecration. Let me just say it this way. God will not fill a dirty vessel, but neither will God fill a vessel that is selfish and self-centered. If you want God to use you, then you must be willing to allow the Holy Spirit to take complete control of your life. God will not fill you with the Spirit of God for self-glory. You must be willing to dedicate yourself and consecrate yourself wholly and completely to the Lord and let God do whatever He wants to do with your body to bring glory and honor to Himself. Again, let me remind you, God does not fill a person with the Spirit of God for a show. He does not fill a person with the Spirit of God for a shout. He does not fill a person with the Spirit of God for a sign. But God fills people with the Spirit for service. And so, friend, the only way that God will ever fill you with the Spirit of God is that you consecrate yourself to His service and to Him for whatever He desires to do with your life. Notice in Romans chapter number 12, verse number 1, the Word of God said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So God teaches us here that if we want to be filled with the Spirit of God, then we must give Him lordship with our bodies. He will not fill you for self-glory. No, my friend, He will only fill that person that will consecrate themselves to Him and let Him do with their lives what He wants to do. Notice again, if you will, please. God said, I beseech you. Can you imagine the God of heaven who bought us with the blood of his own son, beseeching us? And then he said, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God. You see, as you study back through the earlier chapters of Romans, we learn of the mercies of God in salvation. 
in chapter number three, four, and five. Then we learn of the mercies of God in sanctification in chapter number six, seven, and eight. But now then God wants our body for serving the Lord Jesus Christ. So he said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies. You literally make your body a present and give it to God. Then God lays down some stipulations as to how that body must be presented. He said, first of all, I want it to be a living sacrifice. That simply means dead to self. God will not fill you for the self-life. He will fill you when you're willing to die to self and put the fleshly desires to death that the Spirit of God may rule in your life. But not only does he say that our bodies to be presented as a living sacrifice, but then God said it's to be holy and acceptable unto God. That simply means it's to be disciplined from sin. Again, I repeat myself. But God will not fill a dirty vessel with a precious Holy Spirit. And then he said, this is just our reasonable service. After all, he bought us. And now that he beseeches us that we present our bodies a living sacrifice. We yield our body to his lordship and his leadership in our life. And then he goes on in verse number two to teach us, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I want you to notice again in Romans chapter six, verse number 12 through verse number 14. Here again, we see the work and the worth of consecration. The Bible teaches us here, let not sin, therefore, reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in the lust thereof. God said, don't let sin reign. Don't let it set on the throne in your life. In fact, in verse number 14, he said, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. So God simply teaches us that when he saves us, he purchases us, and he takes us back from the devil, the flesh, and the world, gives ourselves to ourselves, that he wants us to turn around and give ourselves to himself, that he might fill us and use us for the glory and honor of the Lord Jesus Christ. Look again, Romans chapter 6, verse number 12 and 13. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in the lust thereof. Now look at verse number 13. He said, Neither yield you your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourself unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you're not under the law, but under grace. You see, my friend, God wants us to give him our bodies, and he wants it consecrated to his service. Again, let me emphasize, God will not fill a dirty vessel with a clean spirit of God. 
God will not fill a self-centered person with the Spirit of God. But for any person who is saved by the grace of God, if you will empty yourself of yourself and of your sins, then God will fill every area of our life that we empty and clean up and consecrate to Him. He will not seize control of your life, but He will take control of every area that you consecrate and yield to Him. I know the argument goes back and forth. Some say we need more of Him, while others say He needs more of us. And somebody said, well, preacher, which one of them are right? I believe both of them are true. In fact, I believe the two are inseparable. He needs me to yield him more of my own life. And as I yield myself more and more to him, then he will give himself more and more to me. Let me say this once again. Every area of your life that you will empty for God's glory, God will fill it with his spirit. Everything you lay aside for God's glory, God will replace it with something far better than what you had in the beginning. So there must be cleansing. There must be consecration if you desire to be filled with the Spirit of God. We'll continue tomorrow, the Lord willing. Father, take the word. Use it to your glory. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white. It's Well, I trust you're enjoying this study on the Holy Spirit. Let me remind you that I do have a book that I wrote a few years ago on the person and ministry of the Holy Spirit. And if you'd like to have the book to study further, I'd be glad to send it to you. Just simply write to us and include a love offering for the radio ministry. You'll have the book there where you can study it in your home. Address that letter to Harvest Time, 179 Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 307 35. That's Harvest Time, 179, Promised Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you until the next broadcast. Amen.